0: everyone welcome back to happy hour talks with
1: hey i'm china i'm jury
0: i'm Raina. and i'm ruth and today we have a special guest here with us mr deandre gibbs founder and ceo of just a bum with kicks how are you doing today
2: doing good i'm doing good how y'all feeling
1: doing great happy to have you here
2: Yes. Oh, okay, so let's, let's, go ahead.
1: Yeah. let's go ahead and get into it. Um, my first question is just tell us about yourself. You know, where are you from? What are you doing? What are you up to?
3: Uh,
2: so, you know, I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. Born and raised, you know, the best part of Kentucky, most definitely, if we're going to be honest. <laughs> and I mean, really just, um, you know, I'm a, a computer engineer engineering student at the University of Kentucky uh, I'm minoring in mathematics and you know I'm a business owner and uh, I'm a and I'm an investor so that's really about it honestly.
1: So like what made you take the percepts steps to starting your own business and when did you start it?
2: Honestly like um I feel like like I, I really live by like certain things it's just not it's not on you it's just in you you know it just it just happens. And uh, when I started it, it was probably like in 2016, 17, like fresh out of high school. And uh, honestly, it, it started off, the whole name itself started off as a, as a nickname back in high school. And, I mean, if you went to high school, if you went to Central High, you already know what time it was. You know, like uh, I, I, just, I just have like a lot of shoes and uh, I used to not wear them a lot. Like I wouldn't wear them. And when I do, you know, one of my one of my best friends, Eric Hamblin, came in and said, uh, and you just a bone with kicks. So it just started just to be like a hashtag and I ran with it. And the then probably like 2016, 2017, I just, just made it into a business. So yeah, that's when it really started.
1: Um, so you said that you weren't wearing your sneakers at first. Do you think it had something to do with like, I guess not peer pressure, but just not wanting people to talk about like your sneakers and stuff because you had so many?
2: Uh honestly, where it really stemmed from was like like cause you know, like usually when when people get like the newest pair of Jordans and stuff, they'll wear them like to school, like the next following week. And I just wasn't that tight, You feel me? Like I didn't. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to be like the rest. So I would wait months, probably a year, and uh, and basically like I just I just pop out with them when people least expect it. And while everybody else's shoes is just beat up and everything, and mine is brand new. You know, that's like it. It, it, it draws attention. So that's how I like really like it. I, that's just how I got the name honestly it's just so funny and I, I feel like I'm, st- I'm still the same way like today I got on some shoes that I probably bought going on two years ago and this is my first time wearing them so
3: what shoes you got on
2: I got on some air maxes uh let me see can I flip this camera yeah those are clean excuse- yeah excuse my mess but yeah, just some just some slight, you know, nothing too major. <laughs> just chilling. Chill a little day. Yeah.
1: Do you like to follow trends when you buy shoes? Like when people are like, this one's <clears throat> releasing February fifteenth, I gotta get them, or do you just kinda go with the flow?
2: Uh really, I just I just honestly go with the flow. Uh I'm not I'm not really too much of a what do you call them? They call them hype beasts. You know, I'm not I just I like what I like. You feel me? Like I'm not gonna really buy something because you know because I seen uh Drake with them on or Kanye with them on. I'm just not that type of person. And like that's just that's just me. You know, like I just feel like you're gonna really mess mess your money up doing that because everybody else got them. Nah uh, I done passed up on so many shoes I just don't like it if I don't like them. You know, I just don't just wouldn't even rock with them. So yeah. Do you remember the first pair of sneakers you begged your parents for? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been like this for years since I was a little boy, but, uh, like really, it it really is like my father, like he, he kept me like stuff. He's even as a kid, like early as I can remember, probably like 2003, 2002. Uh, I used to play like in a little league, little league basketball. And I think I had on like some Jordan twos and I I still, I still, well, I got a pair of them, like when they re-released and, uh, yeah, but like as a kid, most definitely, like, I was begging up for shoes like probably like, any pair of Jordans that I like. And you know, back in the day, it wasn't too hard to get Jordans like that, how it was now. You can just walk in the store and get them, and that just be that. You feel me? But, but yeah, like it all this started even as a even when I was a kid. So, so yeah, most definitely.
1: That's a good question. How do you feel, I guess, about TikTok and people being in love with ones and fours, and now you have to—I don't know—wait years to get a pair of forces. It seems like
2: honestly, uh, like my honest feelings about it.
3: Keep it real. It's it's
2: really it's it's lame to me, honestly. Like it's it's really lame. Like like honestly, when I realized with the forces how it was with the forces, I just couldn't believe it. <laughs> Like, and people trying to resell forces for 120, 130. And uh, I, I think that's when I knew that my time was up. You feel me? Like, I don't really buy shoes no more. That's when I knew I was like, man, I can't keep doing this. Like, this is crazy. And, like, even though I know, like, this is going to sound like, like like, I'm a hypocrite, you know, I resell shoes. I'm not buying, I'm not buying no resale. I'm not paying resale prices. Like, it's if I miss out, Hey, I missed out, you know, so I ain't one of those, I'm just going to wait. No, nah, I'm good. Because I, I just think it's just a mindset thing, honestly. like I just move on from it. You know, a lot of people really will cry about it or they'll spend their last. And I just, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm.
0: So I remember the first time that I met you, you were um asking my friend, Aaron, for like creative advice.
2: How did you start your business and your logo with Just a Bum With Cakes? Ooh, man. So um, it really uh, all really, uh, started like, uh, like I, I honestly had to think with the name how was the logo and the design going to be. And you know, like from my family, you know, like I, actually I wouldn't just say my family, but like from the older, the, like the older generation, of course, like that name to them is kind of ah like you kinda you're kind of kinda jabbing jabbing at the wrong people and it's like it's not like that at all. Like it's it's not like that. Like we we all know like what it's like. So I had to really think like what could I do that just that would represent like the right way. And uh, I was overseas and um I was overseas in 2019, fall twenty nineteen, I had a I got a close friend, family friend. And he's real, real creative. And I asked him, I said, man, look, I, I need something. Like I need something new. Cause my original design was horrible. I, I didn't even put it out because I made it. And it was horrible. And I can't draw. So uh when he he freestyled it. And honestly, when I got that back, uh I was I was so I was I was mesmerized. I was like, whoa. But me being who I am, I just didn't know. If everybody else is going to like it, I was kind of scared to really like post it like on social media. But right when I posted, it, everybody loved it. Like I, I didn't get not one, I still to this day never got one complaint, like no dislikes about it at all. So, so honestly, like it's like I'm creative, but I just can't draw. You feel me? And that's 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 the that's the worst part about being so creative. So, so yeah, so when I got that logo back, and I didn't think it was going to be like that but I don't know how he did it like he even he drew it himself like drew it on paper and just looked perfect so so yeah most definitely like I just loved it from the jump
1: did you start with reselling shoes and then move to like clothing apparel merchandise or the other way around or
2: Nah, yeah it was it was most definitely reselling shoes like going back from all the way 2013 2014 like people was always buying shoes for me back in high school and uh and i remember there was times where i'd be walking into school with five boxes of shoes like early in the morning yeah like crazy and um at that time you know we we had we had miss mrs duff miss schmidt you know like some of them wasn't they wasn't having it you feel me? like they would try they was starting to try to take my shoes like nah and uh, so I had, to, I had to do it like a whole different way. So yeah, I was, I was literally coming into class, coming to school early in the morning, dropping off shoes to people that, just, that was just buying them. So uh, so yeah, so when I started that, it just kind of just, I guess that was just a, just on the side. Like I, don't even, I wouldn't even consider myself at that time just as a business and shit. It was more so like, okay, I can make a quick 60 bucks off of, off of each shoe I sell, times that by five. You know, so it was just, you know, that's a little kid money. You know, we 15, 16 at the time. So, you know, that wasn't really much. So, yeah, I most definitely had to start, like, start from the ground up. Just, you know, start selling shoes. And just from there, it was just like, okay, cool. I can do other things. So, yes, yeah, so I, I just started
1: going back to your merch did when you came up with the designs for it were you thinking that it could be unisex or were you just thinking it would be like your bros buying it or did you have everyone in mind when you thought about selling stuff or clothing
3: Mm,
2: honestly like um at the time most definitely just like like the bros I I didn't I, I feel like I was selling myself too short at the time and uh and that's one thing I, I have to tell people, like, starting off as a business, like, don't ever sell yourself too short. Like, you know, the sky's the limit, you know. So, so I, I wish at that time, like, I was much, my mindset was much different, like, how it is now, where I came out with everything that I have now. And, uh, like, you know, like, I think once I came out with the, with the men's, then here come the, here come the ladies, like, when you gonna do a girl? When, when you gonna do a girl? So I'm like, okay, cool. And I did the ladies and they, they love that. Then I, you know, I, it's it's so funny. Cause you know, I hear like with, with females, you should do one with the dreads. You should do one with this. You, you should change her nails up and all this other stuff. So it really all worked out so perfect, you know? So, cause it's just like, I, I feed off of that. I have to feed off of what, what everybody else want. So me doing that, that's, that's really, that's, that's the money maker right there, and honestly, like if we're gonna be truthful, and I'm pretty sure that y'all can agree, it's really the females that's really gonna spend the money more than the males are. I, that's just that's facts. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like they they gonna buy that all up. So, so yeah, I, you know I had to start off thinking like oh, it's just gonna be for the bros. Then once like I'm selling it, and everybody coming to me like, yeah, you should make one for this and even some people talking about making one with a with a baby on it so i might have to do that next so yeah
3: so i have one of your shirts and i'm not gonna hype
0: you up because we're interviewing you the shirt has great quality in terms Uh of your products having quality how do you good quality how do you go about that do you have like a specific vendor you go to do you make sure everything is
2: perfect before you release it? Just talk about that a little bit. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, you know, I really, I really go by like the like the five P's. You know, proper preparation prevents poor performance. And like, you know, I, I can't, I can't just like just I can't really just make the shirts myself or just get it made from somebody just off the street and just not even looking at them, Just here, here you go. Like, no, I can't, I couldn't do that. And I, I will say when I first started making shirts and it was before like my actual logo, like I was making them myself. And looking back at that compared to what I got now, oh God, like, it's, it's a big difference. And sometimes, honestly, sometimes you honestly have to pay that fee. Like you really have to pay that fee to for good quality. And, um, and it, it means a lot. And like, sometimes you might have to just, might just bite the bullet and just honestly just go through an actual vendor and luckily like I go through somebody in Louisville and they they get me right every time like they provide the shirts you know if you want to be cheap you can be cheap if you want to be expensive you can be expensive so that's really how I had to go about it most definitely like if you really want to make money sometimes you got to spend that fee. most definitely what is your favorite shoe
3: of all time my favorite shoe of all time. I most definitely have to say the uh, just one of all time. I could
2: pick one and live with. Most definitely the Concourse, the Jordan 11 Concourse, black and white. Every time. Perfect every time. All right, so yeah, you can't go wrong. I got three pairs of them at the crib. Like you can't go wrong. <laughs> like it's it's crazy. Yeah, brand new pair. Than a pair that I that I wear and just another pair just in case. Yeah, so
1: are you interested in designing your own shoe in the future or you're like, no, nah, I don't want nothing to do with
2: that? If if the opportunity presented itself, most definitely, like, most definitely. Like especially if it's with like a big name like company itself like Nike, Nike or Jordan, or really anybody, you know, because I mean not too many people from from where I'm from, can, can say that, but actually designing, like, my own actual, like, just a pump kick shoe, it'll be hard, because, like, because I'm picky, I'm super picky, because I, I'm, I go based off of, like, like, I don't know if they're gonna like this, you know, and, and that's, that's, that's a horrible feeling, like, I'm pretty sure, like, when y'all started y'all's podcast, y'all was, like, I don't know if, I don't know if they're gonna like this, like, everybody has that self-doubt within themselves, but, but honestly, if I built the courage up to say like, yeah, like let's go, I'm just gonna go in and do it. Then most definitely, yeah.
3: How do you market yourself?
0: Cause I know when I was on Twitter, I used to see the hashtags. How do you go about spreading the word of your business?
3: Man, I I
2: had to I had to really I had to really uh <laughs> I I ain't gonna lie, I'm really camera shy like being in front of camera, like videos and pictures and stuff like that, or even just speaking in front of people. And uh, I really had to, I guess, grow up and just say, you know what, if you, if you really want to do this, you have to, you have to step out of your comfort zone. So I mean, I honestly started off with doing like little YouTube videos. Um, then I started to go to like pop-up shops and I went to a couple of them down in Tennessee And just seeing, honestly, I think my first one that I went to, and seeing the reaction from people, like this is different. We like it, we love it. Uh, Being invited back, and just honestly, just reaching out to different people, and uh, sometimes, sometimes, like, like that law of attraction kicks in. Like people get attracted to you, and it it comes, it comes to you. People want to do business with you instead of you reaching out. And I, I will, I will admit, like. Whenever I uh, started working with, with one of my best friends, Eric, like he really took, took like the, the following up. Like I remember like, probably like around this time last year, I was at like 400 followers, 300. Now I'm sitting at like close to 1200. And now I've I just recently got, got my shirts into a shoe store um, up in Connecticut. Yeah, so, you know, just stuff like that. Just, just meeting, meeting new people. You know, uh, really, honestly, it's like those Facebook groups and stuff like that, they really help a lot because, you know, like, you really meet some good, genuine people that want to see you succeed. And um, that's really, that's really how I had to go about it. I just had to step out of my comfort zone and do like the little TikToks and stuff like that. And I mean, honestly, I haven't even really, I haven't really, like, really started really heavy, like marketing heavy. So I
3: think once I do, it's really up from there, honestly. Okay, so um how do you
1: feel about reps?
3: I <sighs> mean,
2: that's just like like wearing like fake design and stuff. Like, you know, sometimes if that's you, then that's you. You feel me? Some I think what's crazy is it's like uh sometimes you can't even tell. That's the scary part. And uh I think that's kind of one of the reasons why, like, I had to really take a step away just from buying shoes for myself, you know, like, or even, like, buying shoes off of people just to resale. Like, I more so, like, would try my hardest just to get whatever I can get, like, from, like, the actual stores. And, I mean, me personally, if that's, you know, I'm, I'm not knocking nobody, you know, if that's what you want to do, you know, be my guest, you know, like, if that's all, that's all. That's all whatever you want to do. So most definitely like that's how I feel about it. Just don't get Sorry. caught. Wait, hold on.
0: Is reps fake shoes? I'm I don't yeah.
2: know. Okay. <laughs> 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 all right. It just stands for replicas, you know, like just don't get caught. You know, because I mean it's it's a bad, it's a horrible feeling. That's just like you walking into school and you got on, you got on some fake Gucci, but it ain't, you know it ain't you know it ain't real. And you know, if you go to a school like Central High School which is like a big fashion show, trying to know you're going to get grilled. You're gonna, you It happens, but, but not, nah, um, but also like, I, I know not everybody has it, you know, not, not everybody got the money to do it. Not everybody's fortunate enough. So, but also everybody wants to look good. So that's why I just feel like, you know, if you want, if that's what you want to do, do whatever you want to do. You no, know, if you don't got no pride about it, if your pride's to about it, and you don't care, hey. You can sit up there and tell somebody that you do got them and they real. Somebody's gonna believe. It, but but yeah, it's just whatever you want to do, honestly. But yeah.
1: Um, you were talking about how your shirts are in a store in Connecticut now. Um, do you ever see yourself opening like a brick and mortar store for yourself?
2: Yeah, down the line, most definitely. But uh I I think when I really wanted to when I was younger, probably like, um, like 18, 19. It was more so I I cannot explain. I I really couldn't because it was it was starting to become too saturated. You know, so I've been coming up with different ways that would make like us open up a shop to be different. And um, I just haven't found that just that just that one lane that I can rock with open a store that makes it different from everybody else. And you know, like uh, I don't I don't necessarily have no problem with opening up stores and all, but it's just like if you have six to ten stores all in one city, that's just saying in it, in it nah. It's just like it's like having a McDonald's like on on one street. You feel me? Like it's all cool, but at the same time like nah. It just it just ain't it, y'all every everybody's selling the same thing, and the prices is almost the same. So I've just been trying to figure out ways to just be different. i mean i I have some some ideas, but I think when the time is right, that's when it'll happen most definitely. How do you
3: juggle
0: being an engineering student and a business owner at
2: the same time? Sometimes I ask myself the same question, uh honestly. It's all about it's 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 time management, and, and you know, Ruth, time management, They that's what they're gonna teach you in, in engineering school, most definitely a UK when they put <laughs> three exams on you in one week, and you got senior design, and you got all types of other projects. So, uh, but doing it all, you know, all at one time, it's just more so. Uh, it's rough. But don't get me wrong, because you go through you go through those stages where you can't you can't really be one foot in, one foot out. You know, like, of course, the most important thing to me right now is my education. So just trying to juggle it at the same time, it's it's rough, but at the same time, it's really rewarding because it's teaching me like, like, man, if you can do this on top of other stuff, you can do whatever, you know, and uh, I just think right now I'm just at the, I'm at the right level to where it's just like, I can be, I can kind of be one foot in and one foot out, or I can be kind of 95% into my education, 5% of business, and be cool, but it's, it's rough, it, it has its moments, but at the same time, you know, like, luckily, I have, I have people around me, like I said, like, uh, like, one of my best friends, Eric, like, he, he's starting to run, to run my business on the shoe side, and uh, just having that trust in him, you know, like, it makes it a lot easier, most definitely, I wouldn't be able to do it by myself, but yeah, you know, it has its days, but it's it's, it's rewarding.
1: Okay, so let's uh, go ahead and transition into, you know, you doing crypto and you being into stocks. Yeah. But before I ask you about that, I wanted to ask you about the art of people putting going, because a lot of people are now wanting to know what crypto is and stocks and stuff like this. So you're trying to give them tips, but they're not really taking it. So talk to me a yeah. little bit about that.
2: Uh, you know, uh, <sighs> You know, when I talk about this, like, with some of my, some of my friends, you know, like, they, they they'll tell me all the time, like, bro, like, I be trying to put people on to you, bro. Like, I, I just have to tell them, like, honestly, bro, like, sometimes you just got to let people see it through. Like, when it happens and everything blows up, you know, sometimes you just, you just got to let them see it through and just know, like, they made that mistake. Because, I mean, I feel like we, we've all experienced something that we missed out on because we just wasn't too sure. And it's like, ah, damn it you know so i just me personally i i don't i don't have no hard feelings cuz you know i try to put family on i try to put all my friends on you know uh, and some people don't it's just not for everybody and uh, honestly once i realized that and i had to make that that understanding with myself like stop trying to trying to put everybody on who don't want to get put on like that's just you know i mean it sucks because you want to see everybody win, but at the same time, what can you do? Like You can lead somebody to the water, but you can't make the horse drink it. So what can you do? Instead of just saying like, when it happens, I mean, of course I'm not a person that's going to say, I told you so, but it's going to be like, I told you. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's really never no hard feelings. Like it's not, because it's everything isn't for everybody. You know, so it's just, it's, that's just how I go about it, honestly.
3: How'd you get into crypto?
2: It was 2020. Um, Yeah, it was 2020. And, you know, I I heard about, like, Bitcoin from back, it was high school. And I'm pretty sure y'all know about this movie. It's a movie called Dope. And they was talking about, that's, that's, that's a good movie. Like, even looking back on this, it's a wonderful movie. And honestly, like, if you was paying attention then and you was invested in it, you would really be rich right now, honestly. But how I got into it, it was 2020. And um, I, can't, I, I was making some good money at my job that I was working. I was working at Amazon. And uh, this is when summer of 2020, when the, when the pandemic was going on, and they was paying us really well and uh, everybody was just buying a lot of a lot of bs jewelry designer stuff and i i'm i'm not a i mean i'm not an instant gratification type of person but like, i can wait my turn Like i have no problems with that and a lot of the people go broke because they can't wait their turn you know so they want to try to play catch up and play keep keeping up with people so i i was investing my money and uh I just think at that time, like of course, like I wanted all those nice things, like you know, shoes is cool and all, but yeah, I wanted all those nice things. And at that point, I ha- I really had to make like a life decision, you know, and it was God telling me, like, man, don't buy that stuff. Like, excuse my language, but don't buy that shit. Like, if you if you just follow what I'm telling you in your mind, and you'll reap the benefits in a, in, in a couple years. So. It was 2020, you know, I, I was investing into them regular coins, like Bitcoin and stuff like that. And uh, even some coins that I've seen on Twitter that guys was talking about. And, you know, I don't recommend that at all. Don't do that. Don't do that. Somebody would sell you a dream on there. But, you know, I, I did it. And, you know, and I made, I, I've learned a lot, like, from since then. And I think to where it's got me now is just like, I feel like it was God's, it was, it was my destiny. It was God, it was God's calling. Like, that's what, that's what he was telling me to do. So, so yeah, that's really how it all started.
0: Did you start off small, let's say put in $5, watch it go to 10, and then you went all out, or did you just, also, what advice would you tell people starting to get into crypto? Like, put in half of your paycheck, put in a small amount, watch it grow, all of that.
2: You want my honest answer? Yeah. So starting off, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I, I was doing thousands at a time starting off. Yeah, like I, I was, I was really. I don't recommend that. Let's just say that. Like if I was t- if somebody was asking me, I just don't recommend that. And I just think because for me at that time, I was inexperienced. You know, uh, I was going off of hope, and. Um, and that that just happened how 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 it all happened. But but my reckon my like my my advice to people when they when they do ask me like spend spend what you're comfortable spending. You know like so if you if you feel comfortable buying five thousand dollars worth of crypto, do it. If you don't, don't do it. You know so like for me, like okay, I'm just gonna be honest. Like the coin that I seen a guy talking about on Twitter, like I put forty three hundred hundred dollars in that that's no (laughs) don't do that you know but but i will i will admit like at like at a period of time like i was down 50 percent on just that one investment so i was down to two thousand dollars like on that one investment and like you know a lot of people they would they they would sell they would panic you know they would be mad but i didn't i just kept it pushing like i still own it you know like that's what people don't understand. Like, you still own it regardless. Only time you take a loss is when you sell it. So, so yeah, my, my real advice to, to people, like, man, spend whatever you feel comfortable with spending and know what you're buying. Because, you know, there's a lot of fakes out there. Like, you know, like, a, a lot of fakes. You know, like, a lot of coins that people want you to invest in that a celebrity would, would endorse. And, you know, it end up being a horrible coin to invest in. And it goes right to zero. But that's why I don't go based off of like social media and stuff like that. Like I do my own, like I research this stuff every day on Twitter, on YouTube, every single day in the morning and at night. So
3: I'd be in class, like looking at it. So, so that most definitely be my advice. Hmm. So are you into stocks too? A little bit, a little bit, like, you
2: know, uh, Stocks stocks is cool. Like how I go about it when people ask is like um, stocks is cool most definitely. Don't get me wrong. But right now, like unless you plan with like thousands of dollars, like over a hundred thousand dollars, like you'll you'll get rich quicker off of crypto than you would off stocks. Like it's cause I just feel like at the time that we had now, everything is moving digital. And of course, like the stock market's always gonna be there, but I feel like nowadays, like you have these big institutional investors that are wanting to invest into like the new technology. So that's crypto. That's NFTs. So why would you not, why would you want to like risk like them by taking all of their stock money out and putting it into crypto? Now the stock market going to go down. You get what I mean? So I'm not into it as much as I am with crypto, but but yeah, I am just a little bit.
3: Speaking
0: of NFTs, do you have any for Just a Bum
2: With Kicks, or do you plan on getting some or creating NFTs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the works of it now. I just haven't announced it. So, you know, you heard it here first, you know, that Just a Bum With Kicks NFT line is coming. And uh, I recently just uh, discovered, like, a a good acronym to use for, like, the Bum. And uh, I can't even think what it was, but it was – I have to look at my notes, but the bum like B-U-M is like black and the U stands for something and like the M is millionaires. And I thought about using that like for the actual line of my NFTs. So anybody that's investing into my NFTs can call themselves that. So yeah, it works right now as we speak. You know, like usually when I'm quiet, it means I'm up to something. That's how I go about it most definitely.
1: feel like you always quiet but it's good to see that you're up to that um can you tell me a little bit about what an nft is or for anyone watching that doesn't know
2: so nfts is really just it's like okay it's it's it stands for a non-fungible token but to dumb it all down like it's just digital art like take like literally a picture that's all it is and um i just me personally i just think it's crazy like you can really make millions off of digital art that's not physical. The same thing with crypto. Like, it's not physical at all. Like, and so it's just, honestly, it's just buying just a picture. Like, we live in a world now where buying a picture is almost about to be normalized. And you can have it as, like, your like your Instagram uh, profile picture. And it, you seem cool. You feel me? So it's just really, like, of course you have some people who, who would make it seem like will make it hard, but it's just like it's just digital art. That's all it is. Just buying a picture. The rights to a picture, I guess, most definitely. But like you own it basically. Like if you wanted to, China, you can literally sell all the pictures in your phone if you really wanted to yourself. Like what? <laughs> so me personally, like of course it sounds ridiculous. But like stuff like that is like, you are gonna have these big institutional investors like get rich off this. I'm gonna get a piece of my pie too. Like I might not be as much as them, but why not? So that's how, yeah, that's just how I gotta go about it.
0: As a computer engineering student, are you excited about the metaverse and how the internet world is going? Cause I know hey. some people are scared, but are you excited?
2: I'm excited and I'm scared too because because um, really it's like I have my own speculations about things. Um I think they're trying to reel, you know, this is just all speculation, it's all what I think. You know, it could be nonsense, but uh but I think honestly they're trying to like reel us in out of like reality and put us like into a fake reality of what we can create. And uh, it's like I mean I'm excited too because you no, know, like I said, you can make money off of it. Like you can make money off of digital land, digital real estate. That's that's some. That's sick. That's <laughs> like crazy. But, but like also, the way the way I think about things is like I can't. I'm not. I'm not a consumer. Like I'm a. I'm a producer. So, you know, while people like while you have some people like, I think I think it was Snoop Dogg. Like that'll probably be it's like Snoop Dogg's coming to the Metaverse and making them things to where you can be in the Metaverse with him. That's as close as you probably ever get to get to Snoop Dogg, and that would make somebody's day. But me, but for me, it's just like, okay, how can I figure out how to build something and sell something in the Metaverse? You know, so I have to think like a producer instead of a consumer. You know, so and me personally like with this digital world like they're like I said they're trying to they're trying to pull us out of reality and I think they're trying to draw that line of uh of the rich and the poor but they're not trying to leave the poor out they want the poor to feel rich in the metaverse you feel what I mean so that's when they do that I, I just think they're trying to of course keep them keep them as like a consumer you feel me so yeah so if you want to be with Snoop Dogg and or any other rapper, or you want to go watch an NBA game, you can't actually go to the Staples Center and watch the NBA Finals. You know, you can't afford it. Or you can't go to the Super Bowl, but you can act like you're at there. There, you feel me? So, I think once people come into realization, like I, I think that's what their goal is. You know, then I think it it would, it would change a lot of people's mindset. But I'm excited for it because it's it's a it's a dope idea. Like it's kind of scary because it's just it's a virtual reality.
3: But you know it's it's really dope. I I like it a lot, most definitely.
1: Um. So you have definitely traveled abroad. Was it study abroad or were you just traveling? Yeah,
2: yeah, okay. yeah I studied abroad.
1: Okay, awesome. Do you consider moving out of the U.S. one day?
2: Um. You know, I, honestly, I, I probably would. Like. Um, I guess it's it's really it really stems from being over there, and uh, I wouldn't even necessarily say just in Europe. Honestly, it's just I just think wherever my heart is at,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: uh, I I just seen some beautiful beautiful places over there, and uh, and it was more so it, it was a mindset shift. Like it was a not not even a culture shock. It was just a mindset shift to where it's just like like damn, I live in America. That's it, and they got all these beautiful places where beautiful people. And just beautiful spirits, you know. So uh I I would maybe. It just depends on how I feel and where I'm at with life, especially with kids. And uh I mean I'm 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 a, I'm gonna be honest. Like I was at a point of time, uh, when I was there and I was, I think I vis- I visited London and like really hearing how they speak over there and hearing like like other black people how they talk and it it shocked me. Like it it really oh god. It it was really crazy, and like they already know where I'm from, and just hearing them talk, how how the way they really talk over there, it's just like, I want to move my kid, I want to live over here for a little bit, so my kids can develop the accent and bring them to America. You feel me? But but uh, nah, it just depends on where I'm at in life and how I feel. But I wouldn't, I I I would I would most definitely think about it. I'll consider it most definitely.
0: So typically, engineering students we do not study abroad. We're like we have to get the bag, do co-op internships. What made you decide to study abroad and give up that opportunity to be an intern or a co-op? Um, man,
2: that's about to be a long, a long story. But a uh, long story short, it was twenty. Yeah, it was twenty eighteen. Um, I lost. I lost a good friend of mine. It was my female best friend. And uh, it was it was Thanksgiving. It was two days after Thanksgiving back 2018. And uh, that year, a couple months like before she before she passed, like we went to Hawaii together, and we was gonna start taking taking those type of trips right before like the fall semester started. So like that early August. So when she passed away, like I was I was I was really hurt by it because I I watched her I watched her pass and. Um, my my grandmother, she's into like them psychics and stuff like that. I don't know why. But she paid she paid for me to to get a reading done. Like for like it was a Christmas gift. So it was probably like two days after after um New Year's where whenever I went and uh I I sat there, and, you know, i I'm, I felt like I was talking to my female friend. And she was, tell, like, she was telling the psychic that, uh, cause we was gonna go to Jamaica. And she said, don't go to Jamaica, go to Barcelona or something. So that was, that was like one sign, I'm like, okay, cool. Then she said like, oh, I can see, I, like my angels just saying that, that you're gonna study abroad. So I was like, I didn't ever think about studying abroad. Because you know how how it is, I ain't no way I can. So when the semester started that spring of 2019, I just started getting the signs. Like I I walked into the student center and uh, there was a guy that passed me a study abroad card. As I'm walking in, I look back, I didn't see him no more. I don't know where he went. Like, I don't know where he went. And uh, I was just like, I just got something about studying abroad. And I kept on getting emails and stuff about it. Never have like, they don't really, they don't, you know, they don't really try to, they don't really try to like market their stuff to us, to us engineering like department. So when I got that, I'm just like, "Yes, yeah, this is a sign. <laughs> like, you know, you scratch your head, like, "Yes, yeah, this, this is a sign most definitely. And uh, I just say, you know what, let's do it. So I ended up applying for it. And, like, really, my only options was Spain. It was literally Spain. So, whenever it, it was a tough process going through and where I was almost going to, like, not even do it, you know. Uh, but I ended up doing it, thank God, because, you know, the next, I did it in fall. So, like, the next semester, COVID happened and they had to send everybody back. So, doing it in 2019, like, I ended up going to Barcelona and I was sitting on the beach. It was, it's, it's really crazy how it's really crazy how time just how time just goes about about itself because i ended up spending like thanksgiving weekend in barcelona and that's like when that's around the time when she died so i was on the beach by myself but i didn't feel like i was by myself you get what i mean so that was like that's really all where it came from like it just felt like that was something that i needed like it was uh like it changed the way I view life, my mindset, my spirit, uh, just everything. And I feel like that's what that's what my friend wanted me to do, and that's what she I think that's what she she knew that I needed that. So I treated that that experience like it was a vacation. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I didn't take no
3: engineering classes or nothing. Like my only artist class was statistics. So yeah, that's a beautiful story. Thank you for letting us know that. Um, was
1: let's
3: see, ladies, are
0: you all have any more questions? What else we add? So what's next? You're about to graduate, become a computer engineer. What's going to happen?
2: What's next? I mean, I, I'm stuck between, you know, three things, you know, uh, you know, it, it's, it's hard. And honestly, I, I've been so worried because, uh, you know, it's like that transition. I've been stressed about it, you know, like really about to be an adult, and. Uh, What's next is I'm stuck between three things. I'm stuck between going back to get my master's, which I don't want to do. <laughs> I'm tired. Unc is tired. Unk um, is tired. or getting a getting a a good job down in Florida, or just really just enjoying my life just from my investments and just chilling and just enjoying life. But all three of those are good, are are good. You no know, choices and good options and good paths. So it's like I don't have no, I don't know. I don't, I'm just gonna move down there and just hope for the best. Like nah, like I, I had some good things in the works, but it's just more so just, it's just that transition. Like, like damn, I'm really about to graduate. And I feel like we all go through that because, even when we was in high school, about to go to college, like we was all. I can't tell. I can't name one person that just wasn't nervous. Like damn, I'm about to be be by myself. So. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that, but I guess when the time comes, when I walk that stage, I will know exactly like what I'm doing, but most
3: definitely moving to Florida. So,
0: yeah. I'm excited to see where you're going to end up. You definitely have to come back on here and give us an update.
2: Please do. <laughs> of course, I got to most definitely. Like, why would I not?
1: <laughs> you have any upcoming sales or any, anything you want to plug, products?
2: right now you know i got my uh, black history month sale you know uh, if you go go on my on my um, on my website just use the code bhm black history month um, any products is coming i'm about to be selling my uh, my very own like soul cleaner where it cleans the soul out and everything people people know how to do that what else so um, you know I'm, I'm i'm working on getting just a bum kicks in the metaverse getting my own like cryptocurrency made for my own company. Uh, I got a lot of, I, that's the thing. I got a lot of good things that's coming, you know? So that's when I knew I had to take a step back away from actually selling shoes and I had to had to readjust myself and I just had to let my, my best friend run that side while I focus
3: on the technology side. So I got a lot of good things coming most definitely. Okay, I think that's about it.
0: But again, thank you so much for coming. It was a great episode. We appreciate
3: you a lot. And of course, thank you. Bye. Bye.